I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I am sitting here in the rest area on the road to ruin. I had to get off because the traffic is moving way too fast for me. I want to take as much time as possible getting there. Actually, I'm sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather papa chair in my living room trying to recover from all the end of the human race as we know it news that's all over the internet and Time Magazine and the newspaper and TV. Pessimists have never been as happy as they are right now. The best we can seem to be able to do these days is to dread one day at a time. The Middle East, the budget crisis, health care, and the New York Mets again. One of the potholes on the road to ruin happened yesterday. Politician actually got on television and he said, quote, we are overwhelmed with sex in movies, in television, and in advertising. With the overpopulation that's going on, do we really need Cialis? Wouldn't it be better to have a pill that would take away our sex urge? I guess he thinks he's going to get the vote of every bored, neglected, and tired, dreary drone wife who could then slip a pill like that into her husband's beer and maybe her teenager's lunch sandwich make her feel better. Actually, I don't think we need a pill like that because it's already happening naturally. With all the tension from the road to ruin rushing that's going on, I have noticed a real loss in my own sex urge. I noticed it a couple of times last night, and again just this morning, and then uh, just a few minutes ago. It's terrible. <laughs> you might have seen that survey of college-age pimple people recently in which they said that if they had to take a choice between sex and texting, they'd give up sex. These are our future leaders, rushing us down the road to ruin stuffing into potholes as they go. I was talking with one of these kids, the son of a friend of mine who was planning on having another spike put in his tongue in time for returning to college yesterday. And he actually said he thinks that the larger a woman's breasts are, the less intelligent the woman is. And he said that with a smirk, of course. But, you know, pimple people seem to say most things with a smirk, so got to take that, you know, where it's coming from. But as a Louis Louis generation guy, I felt it was necessary to explain to him that no, it's the other way around. The larger a woman's breasts are, the less intelligent guys become. Louis. If these people would only get a copy of my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, I wouldn't have to explain these things over and over and over again. I guess the pimple people really just haven't been around long enough to know what's really going on. This kid has no sense of history, really. He didn't even know who fought on which side during World War II. If he ever heard of the Trojan Wars, he probably thought they had something to do with contraceptives. 
he actually said, this is no kidding, he said when his fraternity throws a party, if you really want to be one of the guys, you have to down at least eight to ten beers. How the hell do you do that and remember that you even had a party? I don't know, I guess when these future leaders say they're planning for the future, they mean they're buying two cases of beer instead of one. I think guys like that could use their personalities as highly effective methods of birth control. Dicks to Tales, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. What goes cluck, cluck, thump, cluck, cluck, thump? I'll tell you in just a minute. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that if a walrus eats enough food, it can grow wider than its length. Hell, that's what happens to the guys in the National Football League. Smart guys in the white coats also tell us that a pumping human heart can squirt blood 30 feet. I wouldn't have wanted to be in the room when they found that out. And those same smart guys say it takes half a second for a human muscle to respond to a stimulus. First-hand experience, I think it's faster under certain conditions. Oh yeah, cluck, cluck, thump, cluck, cluck, thump. That's the sound of two chickens walking through a minefield. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Dicks to tails, they take your mind off your mind. I'm going to sit here in the rest area of the road to ruin and kind of calm down for a while. The thing that started all this is that according to the numbers, I really am on the road to ruin. And the exit ramp isn't that far ahead. And I'd be lying to you if I said it didn't scare me, because it does. And I sometimes wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning and I see my lady wonder wench looking all lovely in the moonlight. And I wonder how many more times I'm going to get to do that. We had the newest member of the family here over the weekend. Our daughter, Chris, brought Cecilia over for a visit. Cecilia is four years old, but if you ask her, she will tell you, I'm almost five, Papa. (laughs) Now, having someone who is almost five around the house feels like you have suddenly had a bowling alley installed in your head. (laughs) But then she jumps up out of your lap and she gives you a big hug. You realize you don't ever want to stop being somebody's Papa. Gratitude Attitude, just like in the book. And sitting here in the rest area for a while kind of gets you ready for the the potholes that you know you're going to hit when you get back to rushing down the road to ruin. As Big Louie says in the book, you can never tell when something wonderful is going to happen. And that's true. There's another very old and very famous book called Peter Pan. And I think one of the great and selfless heroines in history is in that book. Her name is Tinkerbell, and Tink is in love with Peter Pan. But it can't happen for a couple of reasons. Reason number one is that Tinkerbell is a fairy, and Peter is a boy who is in love with a human girl named Wendy. And reason number two is that Peter refuses to grow up. I guess reason number two is a pretty familiar story to many of you Louie Louie ladies. But anyway, Tinkerbell has something that Peter wants. It's her fairy dust that gives him his magical powers. 
And even though there is absolutely nothing in it for her, Tinkerbell gives Peter so much of her fairy dust that she's almost about to disappear, which is what fairies do instead of dying. And the one thing that can save Tinkerbell is if Peter believes in her magic love. And the way he's supposed to let her know he believes is by clapping his hands. There's a lesson in there for some of us who are kind of close to the getting off ramp on our road. hands for Tinkerbell is no job for a sissy. Captain Hook is lurking everywhere. Savage young people who never cry will laugh at you. And old fools who never laugh will take their business someplace else. It was easier while I was still young enough to know everything. But keeping the faith is tough when you look in the mirror and you realize that you've grown into your ears and cops are calling you mister. And you compete in sporting events that they call masters. But you're trying to teach me to work it into my everyday workout, aren't you? Clapping hands for Tinkerbell. Standing there in your ponytail and your Beatles Forever t-shirt and your worn-out jeans and little red canvas sneakers. And so much love shining up at me out of those quick-smiling eyes. That's the lesson, isn't it? People don't stop making love when they get to be middle-aged. They get middle-aged because they stop making love. It's not the years. It's boredom and cynicism and fear. and That's where Hook lurks. And we run away to grown-up land and we forget how to fly. We forget that we need our minimum daily adult requirement of gentle, tender, wild, loving the hold-your-breath, pulsing, sweating, laughing, naked, wishing-on-a-star, clap-hands-for-tinkerbelt kind with hot, deep, pulsing, all-night kisses and trembling hands and blazing fingertips and the scent of damp skin slowly arching and flexing under black lace. Sure, we need the honesty and we need the communication, we need all of those things, but it's that minimum daily adult requirement of love that we really can't do without. I'm a few weeks past springtime, I guess. But maybe I can learn to put the toilet seat down and clean the whiskers out of the sink. And maybe I can even get used to the television newscaster that you like, even if the anchor lady does generally look like she smells something bad. And if you don't really mind the Three Stooges and Woody Allen and sauerkraut pizza when I get home from work at 2 a.m. Okay, maybe I can learn to turn the music down a little. And if I get really lost, maybe I can even learn to ask directions. I think. Not too sure about that. Well, it's no job for a sissy. And I have to warn you, your young friends are going to laugh and your old friends might even go away. But maybe you're right. Maybe I really am too young to be too old to clap hands for Tinkerbell. Just this one more time.
magic lives. In fact, life is magic. Think about it. And the good book says that God created life, and it also says that God is love. So if you believe, I mean really believe in God, doesn't that mean that you also have to believe in the magic power of love? Clap Hands for Tinkerbell will be in my next personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. And if you like stories like it, uh, just go on back to DickSummer.com and take a look at the personal audio icons there on the home page. I guess it's true that everybody is rushing along the road to ruin. The pimple people just don't know it, and the dreary drones were mostly ruined a long time ago anyway. Those guys kissed their women to calm them down. Louie Louie lads and ladies know what's going on, and we know we're going to be okay. And we're going to be fully alive the day we die. We roll out of bed every morning to do our thing, and that's no problem. (laughs) Problem can be getting up off the floor some mornings. But we figure, listen, whatever life throws at us, we can duck so it hits somebody else. And we like to remember that only a jerk is always at his best. So, every time we feel like throwing in the towel... We always figure throwing in the towel would just make more laundry, so why bother? (laughs) It's true, they were all rushing down the road to ruin. And if you believe the politicians and the talk show hosts, you know, you'll break your axles in the potholes. At least national debt, health care, and over on ESPN the New York Mets. But as Big Louie always says, you know, there are just some things that are more important than being scared. Tinkerbell was scared. She came through anyway. I think we all deserve a little magic love like hers. So how about it, huh? Ready? One, two, three. There you are, Tink. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.